Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to r slash am I the jerk, where this dude wonders if he's in the right or the wrong for not telling his girlfriend that his parents are gay. Am I the jerk for not telling my girlfriend that my parents are gay? I am a 25 year old man and I have two parents. My birth dad, John, who's 48, and my other dad, Dwayne, who's 45. I call my birth dad, John, dad, and I call my other dad, Dwayne, pops. My birth dad, John, was married to my mum for a few years. Then she left my dad and yeah, they ended up divorcing and now she's somewhere in California. I don't know where or what she's doing. I haven't talked to her in ages. So dad and pops, I'm super close with. They are the best parents any child could ask for. I love both of them and they've always been with me. My dad introduced me to Pops when I was a little boy and they told me they were in a relationship and I was all for it because I'd saw my dad become lonely and sad when he was single. So seeing the fact that my dad loves someone and has a life partner made me super happy. Pops and dad got married and we've been living an amazing life. I'm probably more close to Pops than my own dad due to the fact that Pops is really cool and laid back. Of course, I love both of them equally and they love me as well and I'm blessed to have them as parents. For a few months, I've been dating this girl, Bella, who's my age. I thought she's pretty cute and I liked her, so we kicked it. And recently she told me, my parents want to meet your parents and want to come over for dinner. I said, sure, I'll tell my family. So yesterday, Friday night, Bella comes in. Pops greets her and says, come on in, sweetheart. Dinner is ready. She says, you must be Opie's dad. So good to meet you. And she shakes his hand. And then she sees dad come out of the kitchen. He's holding the mac and cheese tray with the mittens and is putting it on the table. Then Bella says, who's he? I said, oh, that's my dad. She said, I thought he's your dad, referring to Pops. I say, yeah, that's my Pops and that's my dad. She pulls me to the side and says, I didn't know your parents are gay. Oh my God, why didn't you tell me? I genuinely didn't know why. Would that be an issue or something? Because you're dating me, not my parents and all. So it shouldn't matter. But I guess it's a concern for her. Her parents come to the door after they park the car and Bella tells her parents, let's leave. And they left. I told my parents, I'm sorry. And they said, son, don't worry. This is nothing new. And then we all sat down and enjoyed dinner and went to sleep. So am I the jerk for not telling? Well, the saddest part about that story is the ending. Your parents saying to you, this is nothing new. Unfortunately, it's a fact. Homophobia is still rife in 2023. Very, very sad to see. I mean, look, no doubt there's been a lot of progression. My uncles, for example, were able to get married a few years ago. So that's great. However, we have to change the hearts and minds of so many out there that are still just disgusting people. I don't know what the problem is. I really don't. 
yeah, maybe you could have told her beforehand, but there's no reason to tell her. Like, I wouldn't tell my girlfriend before meeting my parents, oh, by the way, my parents are straight. So I wouldn't tell her, oh, by the way, my parents are gay. Like, it's not a thing. It doesn't matter. As you said, she's dating you, not your parents. I don't know why that'd be a problem. Yeah, just simple homophobia. And that's very sad to see. But at least now you know. That's always a positive. Am I the jerk for falsely accusing a veteran of stolen valor when she couldn't give any details about her service? I am a 34-year-old man and I served as a captain in the Marine Corps. I've left the service and right now I'm doing an MBA. One of my classmates, a 31-year-old woman who we'll call Jess, is very gentle, very soft-spoken and unassuming. Jess and I were working together on a case study once and I started opening up to her about my military service and all the lessons that I've learned from the Corps. Jess enthusiastically told me, that's so cool. I was a surface warfare officer in the Navy. I immediately felt suspicious about this claim. As I said, Jess is very demure and she doesn't really have the bravado that is required in the military environment. At least I feel like a certain amount of bravado is required. Yes, I still humored her and I began asking about the details of her military experience, where she deployed, what courses she went through, what ship she served on, etc, etc. Suddenly, Jess got all tight-lipped and she couldn't say anything specific about military life. She kept making excuses along the lines of, it just wasn't a good period of my life and I'd rather not talk about it. Eventually, I felt like I'd done enough snooping around and I bluntly told her that she was BSing and that I'd rather not work with a phony. I talked about this experience with my friend Max at our school's veterans organization. I told Max to be wary of anything Jess says. Max responded by telling me that Jess did serve. He's seen her paperwork and ID and everything and that in fact, one of her MBA recommendation letters was written by a retired rear admiral who held Jess in high regard. Whoops. The next time I met Jess before our class started, I tried to act chummy towards her and make up for accusing her of being a liar. She laughed in my face and told me to pan sound poorly. And for those of you who don't know, yes, she was being derisive here. So am I the jerk? Yeah, this is just making me cringe horrifically. It's just so embarrassing. You can just, I can just like see this in my mind. I can hear OP's tone of voice saying, uh, yeah, you're not military. I am, by the way, just gloating horrifically and trying to catch someone out when there's just no need to. It's just like, it's, it's giving absolute jealousy vibes here and just, you know, arrogance and trying to make your ego feel amazing and just, you know, feeling good about yourself for no real reason, putting other people down. I I don't see the point. Why does she have to prove to you that she was in the military? She doesn't. Can't you yourself just be happy that you're in the military and be proud of what you did and that can be that and not just like be really cynical about someone else? It's just embarrassing. And yeah, saying pound sand poorly, take take it, you know, you deserve it. I'm sorry. If anything, she should have gone harder than that. I'm sorry. It's quite embarrassing from your perspective that you are undermining someone who's put, you know, their country first and and, and spent all those years in the Navy for you just to say, yeah, I don't believe you. I'm calling BS. And you're downright wrong. Embarrassing, arrogance personified. You are the jerk. Yeah, I've just read this comment right here. You're the jerk. And I'm guessing being a veteran is 90% of your personality. I'm sure he works it into every conversation possible. Exactly. Am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend that I told her so after one of her male friends tried to get with her? My girlfriend and I have been together for about a year now. My girlfriend has more than a few guy friends, and I'm not one of those guys that thinks men and women can't be friends. However, with two of these guys, it's very clear that they want more than just friendship with her. Like, clear as day, to the point where I don't get how she doesn't see it. 
if I can notice just by the weird energy they try to exude when I'm present, she should be able to get it too, right? Wrong. Anytime I pointed this out, she gets upset with me. She tells me that I'm being jealous and reading into things that aren't there. I argue back that I'm just letting her know, and as a guy, I can probably tell much better than she can, since women tend to be a little slow regarding things like this. So, two nights ago, she was hanging out with her friends, and this guy was present. From what she told me, they were all drinking, and he said some things that implied he'd want to be with her. She was made uncomfortable by this, and the night ended shortly after. Fast forward to yesterday morning. She got a series of texts apologizing for what he said but then backpedaling and saying he would treat her so much better than me and that she's wasting her time with me. She of course said no and was upset with him. After she told me, I just read the text and simply said, wow, who could have seen this coming? A bit sarcastically. This set her off and she got mad. She said that I was being such a huge jerk to her and she had no way of seeing this coming. She's been angry at me since. So, am I the jerk? Okay then, interesting one here. I actually don't think you're in the wrong here for for the overall context of what happened. You know, what you said did happen and you saw it coming a mile away and yeah, you were right. So I don't think you're necessarily the full jerk. What I will say is that the way you went about this was very jerk-like. I mean, first of all, saying that women are a little slow on things like this is just sexist, not gonna lie. And then gloating in her face, your, your girlfriend's face after the fact when she has clearly been in an uncomfortable position and actually didn't see this going on. It's not the right thing to do. Surely you'd be supportive there and you say, yes, you know, of course you saw this coming, but you're still gonna be there for your girlfriend and at least, you know, be nice, not just say, oh yeah. What a shock. Like, who's that going to help? It's funny because Redditors have said on Reddit here that you definitely are the jerk. And I don't completely agree because I think if you're in that position yourself, it can also be uncomfortable. And sometimes it's nice to be justified with your opinion by things like this happening. But I would say that there's no need to get all cocky about it. You're still in a relationship with this woman. You don't want to be a jerk to her. Am I the jerk for labeling all the bottles in the house because my adult children are idiots? I have two of my children living with me. One has graduated from college and the other is a junior. I have to purchase medicated shampoo because of a scalp condition. It's by prescription and it's expensive. It also comes in packaging that is meant to be stored upright. Not on its side and definitely not upside down. My daughter has her hair products in the shower and I do not touch them. My son also keeps his Axe body wash, shampoo, conditioner, women repellent in the shower. I also do not touch it since I have zero desire to smell like a high school locker room. I keep my shampoo in there as well since it's my house and I can keep my stuff wherever I want. For some reason, the two of them cannot understand that not all packaging is meant to be upside down. They've already wasted an entire bottle of my shampoo by storing it upside down after they touched it for some reason. It all dripped out the spout, which it's not engineered for. I talked to both of them and I explained that they should not touch my stuff and that if they accidentally tip over my shampoo, it was meant to be stored with the lid at the top. I came home last week to find my shampoo leaking out of the bottle again, upside down. So I ordered 500 stickers that say this side up with an arrow pointing upwards when the words are upright and I put them on everything in the house that might leak with my shampoo being literally covered in them. They had friends over last weekend and they noticed that the relish, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, etc., were all labeled. My kids were embarrassed when they explained why. They think I'm a jerk for putting labels on everything since they only screw with my shampoo. But since it's $80 a bottle, I said I'd take off all the labels if they agree to pay for my shampoo. Thus far, they have declined. I mean, this is just brilliant. Yes, it's very petty. Yes, it's patronizing, but... 
I think it's completely fair. Especially when you're paying $80. I mean, that is a sizable amount of money for a prescription for medicine, right? And it's getting ruined by your children. It is your house. I say do what you want. The, the, the easy thing to do is say, listen, you ruined my, my product, my, my medicine. You've got to pay me for it, right? I need to go and get some more. It's medicinal. I need it. You, you've ruined it. I need the $80. So let's be honest, they can count themselves quite fortunate that you've not forced them to pay up. However, this, if anything, is a much better way of getting your point across lovely stuff and yeah as you said if you're going to remove the labels for them then they're going to have to pay you the cash which they're obviously not going to do so i love it am i the jerk for man spreading on a plane a few months ago i a 26 year old man was alone on a long flight roughly six hours i had a middle seat between a young woman in her 20s in the window seat and another woman in her 30s on the aisle now i'm tall and i'm never comfortable on planes my knees always dig into the seat in front and it can be quite painful I usually try to take a walk around the airport before flights to stretch my legs, but I neglected to this time. It was Spirit Airlines, so even less legroom than usual. About half an hour after takeoff, I found my left knee inching to the side for the sweet relief of open space, specifically the no man's land in between seats, level with the shared armrest. But I wasn't paying attention to my knee the entire time. I'll concede it's possible that at some point I was occupying space that rightfully belonged to my window seat neighbor. All was well for roughly two hours. But at this point, the woman in the window seat called over the flight attendant. She asked her something like, Could you tell him to keep his freaking leg in his own freaking seat? With horror, I understood that she was talking about me. I instantly retracted my leg in deep shame. She added something about his enormous pee-pee. My understanding was that it was meant to be a snide reference to the idea that spreading your legs is about male genital comfort. But she wasn't speaking very clearly and the flight attendant didn't seem to understand her the flight attendant asked her some sort of clarifying question but she didn't answer and eventually the attendant went away i'd been shocked into silence but when the attendant left i frantically began to apologize however she refused to speak to me she acted like she didn't hear me instead she started furiously texting on her phone yes texting during a flight i thought it was weird too Our seat woman said she had some extra space on her side that I could use, but then promptly went to sleep. Oh well. I tried again to apologize to window seat woman, but again, she ignored me. I went from embarrassed to confused. I kept replaying it in my head, wondering why she didn't simply ask me to move my knee instead of calling over the attendant. I started sneaking peeks at her phone. My defense is that I was baffled by her behavior and wanted answers. I'll admit that I was being judgmental too. But here's why. She spent the last three hours of the flight watching TikToks about shaming obese people and texting someone she called Pappy. I didn't see all of it, but a significant portion was definitely about me. She wrote, Men really do be too much sometimes, with a laughing emoji. She ignored me the whole rest of the flight and I ignored her. I got a good but painful workout of whatever muscle it is that keeps your knees together. See, this is honestly a tough one. I don't know. Look, I... I, don't, I actually don't know what I think about this. Realistically, this bloke shouldn't be doing this, right? I hold my hands up. If you know you're tall and you know you're going to have problem in a middle seat, it, it's a tough one. However, like, what? Now that you're in that position and you're with, I mean, I just, you can tell I'm conflicted here, right? I really don't know. If I put myself in that spot, I'm quite tall. I'm not. I'm not that tall. I'm six foot. If I put myself in that spot, yeah, and 
I didn't book the middle seat. I just booked a flight. I, yeah, I'm not super tall, but I can be a little bit uncomfortable in small seats. I don't want to spend extra money for something that I may not necessarily need. And oh, I've got unlucky and I'm in the middle seat and I'm with two women and I see that there's a little bit more space I can get at. Am I really going to not use it? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's not great. I get it from a woman's perspective to have someone inching into your area. But it wasn't as if this guy was totally dominating. The middle seat is by far the worst. We all know this. You get, I think, in my opinion, less space anyway. Because on the window, you have that bit of window. Your knee can go down the side of the seat in front. You don't get that in the middle. And on the aisle, you can stretch out a little bit into the aisle as well if you really want to. The middle, you just don't get that. However, I do think that this guy could have done this, could have gone about this differently. He could have asked beforehand. I don't know what he was doing by snooping on someone's phone. I mean, that is just pure wrong. I, I don't know though. Like if it was such a big issue, wouldn't the flight attendant have said, yeah, we need to change this or something like that instead of just saying, oh, it's fine, leave it. I don't know. Like this is one where I really think that you guys need to come in in the comments and let me know because it's a tough one. It really, really is. I, I, you know what? I, I know what the majority of you are going to say, that this guy is the jerk. He should have booked a bigger seat knowing that this was going to be an issue. I get that. I just think practically, is that likely? Again, I put myself in that spot. Is it that bad if I just use a little, a touch more space? Yes, ask. And yes, don't snoop and just be nice about it. But he did frantically apologize. He didn't know. Not not that he should have known. Like, you know, he, he, it's not the sort of thing where you go, oh, I didn't realize. Therefore, it's not my fault. I get it. I don't know. I really don't know. It's easy to say, pay for extra leg space. Do this, do that, you know, be more prepared. But let's, let's just be practical about this. In a real world, what's the answer? Is this guy the jerk? I'll leave that one up to you lot. I really will. Also, I need to just say that like, this woman has handled this awfully. Do you think? She's just being a Karen. I get it. It's not ideal for her, but there are better ways of handling this. Why is she not clarifying her point to the flight attendant? Why is she just going in on you? Surely any reasonable person says to just you, hey, would you mind just, you're coming into my area a little bit here. I know you're taller. I know I'm smaller, but we pay for the same amount of space. That would be completely reasonable. And then if OP doesn't do that, then you say, okay, I'm gonna have to get the flight attendant because I'm not getting my money's worth here. But she didn't do that as well, which I don't know. It makes it, it makes it a little bit more debatable for me. But yes, as I said, get in the comments. Let's carry on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Am I the jerk for refusing to take my girlfriend to nice places because she eats like a kid? My girlfriend is an incredibly picky eater. Like I said in my title, she eats like she's 10 years old. In fact, I'll give a short list of things that she refuses to eat. Unflavored water, fish, excluding fried shrimp, anything with bones, cheese other than sharp cheddar, spinach, onions, garlic, pasta without red sauce, eggs, spicy food, aioli, ketchup, potatoes other than french fries, pastries with fruit, citrus, sausage, or any non-American food. This compares to me, someone who grew up in multiple different regions of the US and lived abroad for a few years, so I'm a bit more adventurous when it comes to food. Whenever me and my girlfriend go out somewhere nice, she ends up getting the same meals, usually either a burger or chicken tenders and fries. We could be going to an authentic Nepalese restaurant and she'll get the French fries and white rice. To me, it's kind of embarrassing to go to a restaurant where there's a dress code and for her to order chicken tenders and fries. 
It especially bothers me that since I typically pay, I end up paying 15 bucks for chicken tenders that I could get from the freezer section at Walmart for five bucks. Recently in our area, a very nice dinner place opened up and my girlfriend has been dying to go. I took a look at the place and the menu and saw that it looked nice, but the food was kind of pricey. She said she was probably going to get chicken tenders as per usual. I asked her what's the point of going then if I can toss some tenders in the air fry for her and not spend a ridiculous amount of money on it. She asked why I had an attitude about this and I told her that I thought it was a waste of time and money to go to a nice place to get little kids food. She interpreted this as me calling her a little kid. I clarified that I wasn't calling her a child. However, it is kind of childish for her to eat the way she does. I also said that if she's going to order food we can make at home, there's not any point in us going anywhere. This led to an argument about me thinking I'm better than her. So, am I the jerk? Okay, this is, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm being tested here today. This is another really controversial one that I think is super close and it could go either way. Right, let's go through this from the beginning. First of all, is it a shame that your girlfriend is an incredibly picky eater when you are not? I would say yes. And I would also say that as someone like you who clearly enjoys their food, experiencing different cuisines, has done so throughout their lives, it's a bit of a deep question. But are you really that compatible with someone that eats chicken tenders every time you go out? I'm not entirely sure. I feel like that's quite a big thing. If you can't enjoy that with your partner, it's a shame. It's not the be all and end all, of course, but it is a shame. And I can say from my experience, one of the nicest dates that I went on was going to some weird like restaurant and just trying all the weird food. I think it was Nordic food. It was all very strange and some of it was disgusting. Some of it was lovely, but the whole point was you tried it and you, you know, you had a different experience together and it was good fun, right? Not being able to do this is a shame. And I, I agree. It is a little bit weird that she's so keen to go to a new restaurant in the knowledge that she's going to get the same old food. However, going to a restaurant is not all about food. It's also about the experience of being with someone. And who knows, she may love seeing you eat the food and hearing your thoughts about it. And ultimately, if you are in a relationship with this woman, which you are, then the food is just one small part of it, right? She may just love spending time with you and she knows that you love trying different food and different cuisines and she may just want to be a part of that. I don't know. There's a little bit of a lack of information here, but that is what I am thinking. I will say that you do come across as slightly patronizing as well. I don't think it's the worst thing for someone just to be super picky. Obviously, it's not ideal. And, you know, of course, in an ideal world, you would be able to experience these things with her. But is it the end of the world that she's going to have chicken every time? Is it really that bad that you have to spend a little bit more money on, on stuff that you could get from the shop to enjoy her company and being together? I don't think so. What I would say, though, is that there are some compromises that you could make here. For example, you could say to her, look, I don't particularly enjoy paying for things that we could get from a freezer and eat at home when we're out at nice restaurants at exorbitant prices for what the actual contents of the dish is would you mind paying for it i think that's i think that's a reasonable request if she says no then yeah it's a problem if not you go from there or you could say really why are we going to these restaurants if you're not going to eat the food and then you can actually get to the bottom of why she wants to go and probably there's a reasonable answer there i don't know i feel like there's a, a bit of information missing and there is an agreement that you could both come to and look, i get it it is a little bit embarrassing for you but this is the person that you are dating and at the very least she is eating every time you go out like imagine if she was the opposite and saying no i don't want to go to these places with you because i don't want to eat the food right at least you're going and experiencing this together and you're not having to go and find another friend or parent or whatever 
to go to these restaurants with. I see some comments on Reddit saying you can do this with other people. Nah, I think it's a nice thing to do with your partner, even if they're not eating the food. And she's not stopping you from doing that and enjoying these new cuisines. In fact, she's encouraging it. I don't know. I think there's more to this, more information required, something you can definitely work on. And now for our final post of this episode. Am I the jerk for leaving when my brother-in-law wouldn't let me in the hot tub? My brother-in-law just bought a new house. He lives about four hours from us. Last weekend, my husband and I went to visit him for a few days and see the house for the first time. Long story short, I got my period while I was sleeping and the guest room sheets had a small blood stain about the size of a quarter. My husband helped me to strip the bed and I went down to the laundry room to pre-tree and then wash the sheets. When they were done, the blood stain was 100% gone. But when we told my brother-in-law, he looked completely disgusted. He inspected the sheets super closely for a very long time. And finally, I was like, Jesus, if you're looking that closely and can't find a stain, can't you trust me that I got it out? He seemed really put out by the whole thing. That night, we had plans to hang out in my brother-in-law's hot tub in the backyard. But after dinner, he told me that I wasn't allowed in the hot tub because of my period. I was shocked and I explained that the nighttime leak was because I hadn't been expecting my period and I'd been fast asleep all night but that it was perfectly safe and sanitary for me to put in a tampon and sit in the hot tub for an hour, but he wouldn't budge. My husband had my back and told him that he was being ridiculous and it ended up turning into a big argument. Eventually, my husband and I decided to pack our stuff and stay at a nearby hotel and then we drove home the next morning. Now, my brother-in-law is fuming at us for leaving and for not respecting his home. He also Venmo requested my husband $100 for new sheets, which he's refusing to pay. But trust that if the stain hadn't come out, we would have been happy to replace them. He told his whole side of the family who have decided to fully stay out of it. Now, I wish they had our backs, but at least they're not piling onto us. So, are my husband and I jerks for leaving and not paying for the sheets? I mean, obviously not. What a way to end the episode with someone that is so dumb that i want to use stronger words to describe him how thick can you possibly be right how about this right think about this the olympics an amazing sporting event an event that personally i absolutely love now go with me on this analogy trust me do because we'll get there eventually now in the olympics they have some things called water sports Ooh, for example swimming diving synchronized swimming plus others water polo for example now if a woman an athlete who is going to be competing in the Olympics in one of these water sports gets their period during the Olympics, which, by the way, lasts for two weeks. Oh, that's a real shame because they're not going to be allowed to compete in the Olympics anymore because there'll be blood everywhere and it'll be disgusting. Oh, wait, that's not what happens. I'm sorry, this guy is so dumb. I think like he needs a biology lesson or some sort of lesson on tampons or just periods in general. If women weren't allowed to go in water when they're on their period, then... That would just be absolutely ridiculous. And frankly, the Olympics would have to be cancelled. I mean, imagine all female athletes on their period at once. What, what are you meant to do? Swimming's cancelled. Synchronized swimming is done. Yeah, I don't care if you've got a ticket. There's no more athletics. It's a shame, isn't it? It really is a shame. But I mean, what? Cancel the steeplechase. If you know, you know. That is, that is a, I don't know if that would that'd be interesting. Yeah, all in all, a very, very stupid man. <laughs> just epitomized by the fact that he wanted you to pay for sheets when there was not even a bloodstain. Ugh. Anyone reasonable would just say, yeah, it happens. No worries, guys. And by the way, thanks for sorting it. I actually really appreciate that. But no, not your brother. What an idiot. And guys, what a way to end the episode. I actually can't quite believe that a man like that exists. But hey, fair play. 
Brother-in-law, brother, by the way. I'm saying brother-in-law for OP, brother for OP's husband. It's all much for muchness for this absolute idiot. Guys, really hope you enjoyed it. Some very funny stories in there. If you want more from me right away, please do check out this additional Am I the Jerk video that I've got on screen. Also linked down below if you're on podcast platforms. If you're new to the channel, follow, subscribe, like, comment down below. And I'll see you guys next time for some more idiots. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.